guys, welcome to Be an Adult, they said. My name's Rachel. And my name is Annalisa. And what's your name, darling? It's Samantha. Say and that I'm again. Not cheering. Are you not? <laughs> not cheering Sam at all. Sam just ate a whole bunch of, what did she have? Wannabe M&Ms. Crispy chocums. <laughs> and we were trying to like, we were trying to time her so how quickly she can trip before she had to speak. What do you want to say, Samantha? That's it. No. What? Sorry? Do you want to whistle? I dare you to just whistle. Just let her swallow. Let Whist- her swallow. No, no, I want her to whistle. I dare you. What was that? Excuse me? Well, I don't know why it's not coming out. <laughs> That's because she her was... mouth is full of crispy chocolates. <laughs> Annalisa, oh, how are you doing? Thanks, sir. Aldi. <laughs> Thanks, Aldi. That's great. We love you. <laughs> oh, my God. are you guys doing? What's going on? I'm full. We've been so many sweets. Okay. Lovely. Uh, what's happened in the last week, guys? Um, the usual. Bit of following, <laughs> bit of working, <laughs> bit of nothings, bit of spending time with people while yeah. social distancing and maybe doing it outdoors. <laughs> no more than six people, whatever the rules and regulations are. We are currently in someone's back garden. <laughs> Moving on. We're not even meant to be doing that, girls. Yeah. I don't know anymore. It's outdoors. I told you. I oh, see, learned, again, confusion. I haven't learned anything new <laughs> from the last is, is time. Okay? No, it's not. No, it's, it's outdoors. Not. You're, you're right. You're allowed in a public outdoor space, I think. Uh, not in public. a home. Basically, well, I think well. anything that's sensible, don't think about that. Because it's not that. nothing sensible are the solutions so be as outlandish as you can and you're probably not breaking any rules okay that's my takeaway for this whole covid experience um what are we talking about today we wanted to discuss the advice you would give to your younger self what advice would you give yourself in a pandemic (laughs) wash your hands v (laughs) your mother was right be clean wash your hands there's too many too many just don't talk to people don't interact Stay away from people, be clean, <laughs> less stress, live a long life. Okay. That is the, the solid, I don't even know what the word is. I would tell my younger self that you should have created your go bag sooner. I'm definitely one for apocalypse, end of the world, zombies are going to come get you. Like a survival kit. 1000%. You were right all along about having a go bag. Do it now. What would you have in your survival kit? Every motherfucking thing. Like, Do you know... That reminds me of this scene I saw in um what felt what TV program was it? Mm. Uh, Married at First Sight. Oh my god! Right, oh, yeah. we watched it as well. We, we watched it like, last week. We saw it. The woman was so angry she, that he had that survival. She freaked break. out. Right, so this guy so thoughtful though. <laughs> That's so such too. a lovely thing to do. He yes. had like a little bag. It had a compass. It yeah. had. A what? blanket, blanket. emergency toilet roll. He had a of, I don't know, maybe a bit food. of emodium in there. Like, he had a bit of everything just in case. She was so freaked out. Yeah. Like, how can a man be this prepared? So prepared. She was so, like, she, she, she was like, oh, he's strange. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and do you know what's so mad? Funny. Because what? obviously he said that he enjoyed hikes, walking the dogs, and all that kind of stuff, whatever. And she also liked the same things. To me, I'm actually surprised sense. that she doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that he's taken the time to create that, I thought that was, an, that was such she, a lovely yeah. gift. Did you see her? But her point Mad. was, she's more of an optimistic person mm-hmm. and she feels that by him carrying all yeah. that around yeah, him, yeah, he's, that. Attracting. he's attracting, like, catastrophe. Yeah. Women, oh, get out of here. I, 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 she, yeah, she wasn't ready. But that really did make me laugh. That's what your little... Uh, Sorry. Yep. Made me think of. That's yeah. exactly what I would have in my go bag. <laughs> It'd be... Um, 
I won't lie, I don't know how to use a compass. Jokes. I have no idea what they're right? for, really. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Yeah, but just, what, what does I North thought... and South mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, so I just you, followed if... the blue dot on my Google Maps. No, you I can't take car. What if your phone dies? <laughs> <laughs> the phone isn't. Car. I would have an emergency charger with me. Portable charger. Yeah, but you never do. You don't even have a I normal charger. I know, not anymore. I really don't. <laughs> but I'd have one of those. I'd have your emodiums and your paracetamols, whatever else, plasters. I guess I would, when I watched that um, Married at First Sight, it did make me think about, oh yeah, fuck the extra blanket. It's such a good idea. Have blanket. I'd have protection. I'd have some condoms on me because I don't think I want to be making a baby in a survival situation. Got to think about that. But you've got time to have sex. I was going to yes. say. Body okay. heat. Rachel. Oh, okay. you, you need to take the joy where you can find it. High five to we my do. partner. <laughs> oh, partner's yes, going to be with that's me. fine. Yes. Jeez. You're always okay. doing yes. There we go. <laughs> and then I'd also have, what would be my survival kit? That thing that he had to break glass, I thought it was really clever. That pen, which turned into like a yeah, you know I like, I, really good. I like those pens that are like a ruler. So it was one of them. Okay, like a screwdriver. It had everything. Yeah. yeah, like a multi-tool type pen. Oh, yeah, no. I think I'm gonna need Hang for on. one. There's actually a word for this. <laughs> Would you call them? What? Oh no, there is a word for this. We're gonna get cussed out because we can't name it. The multifunctional tool is also known as a. It's actually got a word for it. Oh, Google it. The Swiss Swiss Army knife. There we go. Maybe it's that. I'll have a Swiss Army knife. It doesn't sound like a pen, though, does it? No. No, this was actually a pen, though. Yeah. Mm. It looked like a pen. I'd have... I'll have chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely have to have something. You need to have... No, but you need to have sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And I'd have a... There's this contraption that I've seen where it's almost like a bracelet that you can wear, but it's something you can use to start fires. So if you don't have any... Mm. um, flint around you yeah, can use yeah, that yeah, yeah. and it's a compass and it's like a mini blade like all the things i am oh, ready yeah i saw that i am ready yeah mm. he has one he has one yeah the man who will not be named but is also my partner hi hi yeah, babe he's been named many times sleepers. but just not by he's ready <laughs> yeah i'd have that i don't know what else i'd have i think that's it yeah oh and a weapon of my choosing <laughs> the weapon of my choosing in a global apocalypse i'm talking between Mm, a staff slash spear of some kind and a bow and arrow. <laughs> a bow and arrow? Yeah, I don't know. It just feels right. Who are you? What's well, the, one, the one in Game of Thrones? Ari. Or Ara. Aya. Oh, Aya. <laughs> but she had needle. <laughs> got got nah, I'm here for it. I mean, yes, I could also just have a gun. It's just easier than that. And like, I don't have to be in medieval times. I'm, sorry, but... I'm just struggling to think how we got here. Um, What we were watching... What no? What, what what would you? What advice would you give your younger selves in the pandemic? Yeah, I said have so a go have bag. A survival kit. Go bag. Go go go. Okay, that's what okay. I would have. What would you talk? You said they should be clean. Well, I'm not coming to you in a pandemic. Why? Because you just be clean. There's no go bag. No. Well, it would have a lot of cleaning products in there. <laughs> Definitely yeah. Dettol. <laughs> Dettol spray. Go. Yeah. I'll have some wipes. Mm-hmm. I'll have some hand cream. Mm-hmm. I'll have a lip balm. <laughs> I'll have a lip balm. Sorry, dry lips. You don't, you don't want crime. dry lips. <laughs> um, dry have, lips is a crime. Um, I'll have um, tissues. Yeah. Um, I'll have some sweets. Okay. I'll have some painkillers. Mm-hmm. I'll have um, some chewing gum. Mm-hmm. I'll have some floss. Wow. <laughs> I'll have uh, some rope. Have you mentioned gloves? Oh yeah, gloves. Why yeah. would you have rope? Gloves. Rope in case I needed to tie stuff or tie wood stuff. I don't know. Oh, man. 
<laughs> time has. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So that's the advice you give um, to your younger self. Well, that's not advice, though, is it? I would say just <laughs> just be more to, prepared in yeah, it. Yeah, just just every eventuality. But at the same covered. time, don't be one of them where it's like you're literally stocking up and buying all the toilet paper, mm-hmm. all the pasta, all the rice. No, no, just calm down and try and do things more sensibly. We're not out here trying to kind of like. What did you do this time around that wasn't sensible? Like, why are you telling your younger self to be sensible during a pandemic? Mm. How reckless were you, Annalisa? Not reckless, but like, mm-hmm. I think you can still be yourself and just just a little bit more like weary, I guess. But mm-hmm. you know, like at the beginning, we were like cleaning everything down. Mm. Like, I'm quite a clean person anyway, and I've been okay so far. Mm. But then to all of a sudden like spraying all like all the packaging all the tins of like Dettol when mm. I wasn't doing that a week before mm-hmm. like you yeah, just don't difference <clears throat> there's a difference there's a virus that has actually killed people mm-hmm. like people have died people are never to be seen again so yeah you might have to clean it might be a bit inconvenience but you could be saving yourself and your family mm-hmm. no I get that you. but then at the same time I did that for two weeks and carried on as I always have I'm still clean I'm just not being excessive with like when I with my shopping mm. mm-hmm. okay I think this I like this theme of younger self mm-hmm. so in terms of life lessons that you have learned mm-hmm. what advice would you give to your younger self about being a teenager, what was what what would your survival tips be? What to survive teenhood? Yeah, like obviously, like if you're about so, for example, like <clears throat> one of the things that I would say to myself is back in the day, do you remember when like a drama kicked off? You would mm-hmm. literally think it's the end of the world, mm-hmm. and you'll catastrophize everything. Everything would be such a big drama, mm-hmm. but to realize that like in about two weeks it doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those kinds of things, like chill, be more. So, be more individual I would say would be another one like I think when you're younger you have more of a pack mentality you kind of just go with whatever your friends are doing or whatever mm-hmm. I think I would definitely say to myself like be more individual <clears throat> even though I pretty much was but mm-hmm. I mean I think I would I would still be more because mm. I feel that sometimes at, at those young ages you just kind of go with whatever's going on rather yeah. than if you really want to or not yeah um yeah yeah. these are my examples yeah yeah discuss discuss (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think when you're younger you do feel like really pressurized into like kind of like following what the the rest are doing Mm -hmm. like if you're in a particular group of like friends at school and say if like they're like you know kind of like the most popular ones you kind of like i guess you would yeah, you would try and follow, but yeah, what you're saying is right. Like, just be your own person. If you think something isn't, you don't feel comfortable doing, or you know, it's not okay, or it's not the way you were brought up, it's okay mm. to say no. Like, mm. you don't, and who cares if then they just drop you from their friendship group? Like, yeah. it's okay to just be yourself. That is, I think that's good advice to your younger self in regards to what's staying true to yourself, I suppose. Mm and not being afraid of going against the grain. That wasn't an issue for me growing up, I don't think. I'm trying to think of the things I would have done where I would have followed the crowd or just been too afraid to say what I wanted to do. I don't think I, I just did what I wanted. Mm. And I think, but I do think I was quote unquote lucky enough to be in a space where I was friends with everyone, like the sports kids to like the drama kids, the music kids to the science kids. I, I think I floated around from lots of different groups. So I never felt that I had to follow a group of people if that makes sense because 
there was always going to be somebody who was doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it wasn't going to be with the drama lot, it's fine. I can definitely go to like, I don't know, the science lot and mm-hmm. just do something else. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that's really, really good advice in general. And actually advice that you can even use today because, again, it's easy to fall into, oh, everybody's doing this, so yeah, let's yeah, go there. Yeah. Don't follow the herd, kids. It's no good. Be Ed- you, hon. 1,000%. <laughs> advice you would give to yours. What advice would you give to your younger self about careers? Ah. don't attend the career advice session that was booked for you at like 2 p.m on a friday it's not (laughs) worth it career advisors in my opinion know nothing you're welcome i would say that my advice because obviously i'm in a career that i didn't even think i would ever be in because i have Mm. no interest there if i'm honest i don't don't Mm -hmm. really care about those types of things but i'm trying to work in a career where i have more passion and drive towards Mm-hmm. So I think it's obviously every experience mm-hmm. is a good experience to an extent, like you're widening your scope for like work experience and learning new things. Yes, but I think you should always go with where your passion lies because you'll be better at it and you'll enjoy it more and you'll have more richness mm. and not to just go for a career just to get mm. to chase money. It should be about what where your passion is because... I believe if you go with what you're passionate about, you'll be better at it and mm. you'll be happier. Mm. This is like obviously having in mind that you don't have a family pressures as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I guess a lot of people want to do one thing, but then their family's home to do another. Mm-hmm. And that is tricky. No matter how much you're like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And mm. if they're not feeling that for you, you might never, you might not end up doing that, mm. which is so sad. So, so sad. Luckily, I never really had that, to be honest. My mum was quite open to what it was that I wanted to do, whatever mm. it was. When it came to, like, I don't know, after school clubs to, I guess, yeah, what kind of, like, careers I wanted to get into, mm. say, like, what kind of, like, my first job, like, things like that, she was quite open. That's good. Um, but also making me aware that this is what you're going to do, this is what you're going to have to commit to. Yeah. My mum was not all things entertainment or sports. All of us have some kind of, like, artistic sort of, my sister was a really good artist it's not something that she continued on um my brothers were very good at sports and I'm obviously more music and acting I've stayed with music and acting my one of my brothers has stayed with sports and everybody else is not to say that they've gone into relatively traditional jobs but all things creative or athletic that they would have been into as children it doesn't really make a massive feature in their life so it is tough when your parents are like nope mm. go be a doctor mm. none of us are doctors by the way but yeah <laughs> That is definitely Trixie. What advice would you give to your younger self about sex? Take your time. I think um, there's a lot of pressure coming from, like, I guess, your peers, um, social media, where I think a lot of people see... I'm going to adjust it just there and say, but your younger self, we wouldn't have had social media when we were younger. TV, sorry. I'm just going to say TV. Yeah films whatever yeah where you I guess you think it's meant to be a certain way but in reality it's another Mm -hmm. so just just kind of like as long as you're safe and as long as you're being sensible and also just try and communicate as much as possible when you think that I don't know something doesn't seem right don't Mm -hmm. just just don't feel pressured don't rush into it um it's not a bad thing like it's 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 fine to explore it's okay like you know we have those feelings from when we're little it's okay yeah but just 
because of everything else around you don't feel um like you have to do it a certain way just whatever fits did you feel pressured or rushed when you were younger um no I think comparing to maybe um what I was like say hearing at school I think Mm. I probably started a little bit later um I didn't feel like oh because they're doing it I'm gonna have to do it but it came to a point where I was in my first relationship with mm-hmm. my first boyfriend where it was kind of like okay so then now what and it's like that whole thing okay so this is also part of it and then I'm gonna have to eventually do something kind of thing okay that was the kind of pressure I didn't necessarily feel like obviously like I did it because I wanted to mm-hmm. but I probably could have maybe say maybe waited a little bit longer to maybe know or maybe kind of like research a little bit more of like how I wanted to I don't know, like, mm. how I wanted it to be. I don't think I have anything to say to myself, to my younger self about sex. I think I did everything how I wanted to, and I felt happy and comfortable, and it felt like the right time for me to to do it. So, yeah, high five, Rach. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got. Um, I, would, I would say a mixture of both of you, to be honest. Mm. I don't feel that... Like- <clears throat> When it came to those kinds of decisions, I don't think I took it lightly mm. and I did it at the right time for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that I regret or anything like that. And I feel that that's the thing you should you should be ready and you should not regret mm-hmm. anything that you do choose to do. Mm. Um, however, my only however to it would be mm. in this generation, like this day and age, it's so different from what we experienced. Yeah. We didn't have all of the added pressure, the peer pressure, the social media aspect. We didn't have half of the things that young people have these days. So it's about ignoring what you, all the visual noise and going with how you feel rather Mm. than what you feel that your peers or society Mm -hmm. are telling you. I Mm. feel that sex is not something to play with. I feel like it should be something you do for yourself when you are ready and that is it. Mm. Obviously, people hold out or wait for different reasons. So that's also not wrong. Yeah. If you choose not to have sex and you wait until the right time, mm-hmm. till you're married, till you're settled in a relationship, all of those yeah, things. Whatever you, suits you, you. You do what, what yeah. makes sense for you. Yeah. But just don't be pressured by everyone else because outside influences, you can't take it back once it's gone. Yeah, that's also really mm-hmm. true. I uh, recall watching, I think it was last week, um, watching Generation Porn. And there was a section where this youth were... It was a show on Channel 4 and they were discussing, I guess, porn versus porn, how it used to be, how far it's come, Mm -hmm. how technology is getting more and more involved in it all and how people can access it. Mm -hmm. And there was a section where this youth worker was like, well, he feels like... I don't know if these kids are having these conversations at home or at school. And this is like another area in which they all come together. It's a good space to talk about everyday pressures that they may face. And he doesn't feel people talk about porn enough, essentially. I feel mm-hmm. like that was the gist that he was getting at. Mm-hmm. So he had, like, a group of them and just talking to them about porn. What do they know about it? What do they think about it? And these kids, are, I think, are maybe between 15 to 17 tops. Yeah. And they were just discussing the things that they knew about porn, how they accessed it, how easy it was to access it. And just for them, the pressures that they have on it uh, in terms of, understanding how to have sex or what you can learn what how to learn to have sex that was essentially more often than not almost their first point of call because it's visual it's easy to access and you get to see everything so 
it is true in terms of today we have a lot of access to a lot of things and what you're seeing on porn might inform you on in how you think sex should be and it's pretty much the opposite depending on what you're doing or what you're trying to ex- explore obviously but in terms of where this should be your first point of call of information that is not a handy tool I would recommend to anybody because half the flinging about and throwing about and the scenarios and all the things are just not your, they're not typically your everyday experiences or what mm-hmm. you what sex is like every day so yeah thanks porn great <laughs> <laughs> so like in terms of relationship advice mm-hmm. and that could be friendships or like a loving relationship what advice would you give your younger self about how that's all panned out for you mm. Ooh, bloody hell that's a really hard one it is actually i was like oh my god how am i gonna answer that myself? oh my gosh what i would tell my younger self mm. about friendships is that it's okay for them to end it's okay for them to shift it's okay for them to change it doesn't mm. i was gonna say it doesn't it doesn't reflect badly on anyone it's just some relationships come to teach you something some of them come in to serve Mm. you some of them come in to challenge you and I think once the lesson is done sometimes those relationships will end and that's okay yeah Mm. it doesn't have to be like the ultimate fight Mm. because if someone doesn't want to be there it's 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 okay they don't want to be there and if you don't want to be there it's okay for you to leave yeah I think friendships when you're younger are more needy and then when you feel like something isn't right Mm. like it's not you you don't then go and have a conversation about it when you're younger it's different it's like you have to be almost as if like you you're 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 just so smothered in it that you don't really you're not really yourself as you're growing up with all the experiences you then realize that there's room for yourself and the friendship do you know what I mean and yeah. that's what I guess makes will make the relationship so beautiful the friendship so beautiful that mm. you are your own person mm. but you can also come together and have that compatibility there gosh friendships is like that's not a hard one though but there's just so many there's just so much mm. <laughs> it sounds so dense mm. but it's just but, but, I, I would say that whole thing of people are there some people there for a season the oh yeah that's the season the lesson or whatever that bloody poem <laughs> but it's true like um what you've both said is it's like a relationship sometimes are seasonal that they're not meant to carry everyone with you for the whole of your life yeah. some people drop off and it doesn't it's not a bad it's not a bad thing sometimes some things you hold mm. sometimes you hold on and you're not even holding on to the current person. You're holding on to the memory of who they were. Yeah. And that person is a long distant dream. Mm-hmm. So um, it's about being authentic to yourself mm-hmm. and realising when to let go of certain things in your For life sure. that don't mm-hmm. serve you anymore. That's mm-hmm. true. I would also say, use your words. <laughs> I love that saying, 1,000%. <laughs> but no, when I look back on how much I didn't share or express, it's crazy. Or how much I would think, it's okay, I can fix the situation or fix the problem or I can do it by myself. And if I had spoken up or shared my perspective, it could have halved the workload. It could have halved the problem. If that person wasn't aware that they were behaving a certain way, it could have changed their perspective or given them a particular learning. But I chose not to say anything. Like, it's fine, Mm. I can fix it, or I can handle it, or I can deal with it. So I would 1000%, that's something I'll tell myself, just speak your mind. I guess rather than being overly attentive to protect the person because what are you even protecting the person from Mm -hmm. and also a lot of it is to deal with how you deal with conflict 
So don't be afraid to engage in conflict. Conflict isn't a bad thing. It really yeah. isn't. I think that that is definitely <laughs> a good one, actually, because a lot of people kind of diminish themselves in order to not offend or mm. hurt anyone. But the only person that you're hurting in that process is yourself mm-hmm. because you're That's the one true. that you're letting down and not being authentic about. Yeah. yeah. So I think speaking your truth is definitely an important quality in friendships and relationships, relationships. because yeah. if you don't speak your truth, you're allowing the other person's um feelings or life to be more important than your own yeah and then that's where your disappointment mm. comes from because you've you've neglected your own your own uh, self yeah. as a means to appease someone else and knowing that that person will never re- reciprocate the same thing mm-hmm. yeah so it's about being your true to yourself be authentic yeah be, yeah and it's about the delivery you don't have to be horrible about no. it like you know is it no, just no. communicate just communicate effectively that's definitely a lesson across the whole of this yeah youth thing communication <laughs> is key in all areas because sometimes you might not be able to articulate yourself in the most clear way yeah as long as you're communicating something mm-hmm. that is part of the journey and yeah. you learn how to communicate better as you get older mm. yeah do you know sure. what another piece of advice i would give would be to push boundaries I had to, I had to get older, weird sentence. However, I was going to say the older I got, (laughs) the more I felt like I've just been conforming to this because that's what I've been told to do or what I've been programmed to do or because that's just what every teen my age or 20 something my age has been doing. When I say push boundaries, it's like the idea of like, I don't know, a polyamorous relationship. That's just something that, not that I recently began to think of as okay or normal, but considering that's how some people live their lives and have lived their lives like since the beginning of time, it's weird to think that that is actually unusual because I live in a society where it's, oh, it's you two together and that's the end of the world. When I, when I speak to a lot of my elders, whether they're family members or whoever it is, the, the, the amount of times that that comes up mm-hmm. and that used to be so common and so everyday is stunning to me. And right now I'm sitting in a world where people are, I guess, upset or trying to find their balance with this as a brand new concept when actually this is as old as time so I think not to say that I was like getting ready to jump into a polyamorous relationship but the point is I think if you want to explore something or something feels right just because it's not the norm it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it as long as you're not being a prick and hurting someone obviously or hurting yourself obviously uh push boundaries if you want to travel travel if you want to live in that country for like a year do Mm. it don't don't not go because you haven't quite figured out how to speak the language or you're upset your mom's going to cuss you out or all your other friends have decided to go I don't know to Spain Mm. and you really want to go to bloody Antarctica go to Antarctica push the boundaries go explore Mm -hmm. go live your lives kids because coronavirus could come and kick your ass I think that one matches one of my other points that I've always said Mm. I don't feel that um as a young person like I definitely I've definitely had fun I've definitely done loads of things that I want to do but I really wish that I had taken more risks Mm. like not like calculated risks not like you know like just gone wild but I feel like I wish I'd done more things that were slightly outlandish to a degree because I feel that it would have given me more experience and it would have given me a wider yeah more things to tell my grandkids one day like and also not just in terms of risks to experiment but also for like your own like well-being and like just to be a bit more frisky but not frisky (laughs) sensible (laughs) risks yeah yeah, sensible Sensible risks risks. yeah yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to 
yeah and then also like done more more things that were unexpected Mm. I don't know if I want to have a sensible risk but I'm also not trying to throw myself into like a shark infested water so that's a sensible (laughs) risk what about in relationships guys what about in like loving relationships what is something relationships please elaborate Romantic relationships. Yes, romantic relationships. Damn it, I gave her the words. You start. (laughs) Wow, that's not how it goes. (laughs) I I asked the question and then you go. There are no rules. So say, for example, like comparing your first, when you were like a lot younger, like your school boyfriends to like your adulthood um, Adulthood boyfriend. (laughs) Um, Well... I would say... No, but Wait, what is the question? I Yeah, I'm literally a bit baffled. What advice what, what would you give to younger self about relationships? Yeah, so how, you, how you've been, like, in your most recent years to how it was when you were younger, when you were in relationships. Oh. Um, okay, one thing that I would say is, obviously, I know it happens to some people, so I'm not mm. trying to discount it, but don't believe that your first love is the be all and end all of the <laughs> I, I say this oh, to everyone. I, I say this to everyone. Because oh. that that one was like I don't know if you lot. can I don't know if you can change people's minds on that. Though. No, I suppose it's, it's your it's first, first experience, experience, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. so that's it. Like, but I mean, wow, the thought like when you look <laughs> back, you literally laugh and you're like, mad. "Are you okay? Did you really think this was going to be?" But it? I think it's so sweet and like it's cute. But very naive, a thousand percent. But that's what adds to it. I think that's what adds to the endearment of it all because you yeah. really thought that guy was going to be with you when you were 101. Sorry, he may very well be the guy and that's amazing you have that whole i mean i remember meeting this lady and she was telling me like oh yeah when i went to like brighton she was a lady that did my waxing and we had this Mm -hmm. really lovely conversation yeah and she was telling me like uh like she had the most amazing ring and so we started talking about her engagement oh i see she married her like first ever boyfriend like ever like engaged to him (laughs) or whatever and she was telling me like the journey of their relationship and all this and i was just like that's that's the dream that everyone has. <laughs> oh, so I know enough. that people do have it. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not trying to like kill people's buzz, but yeah. in realistic terms, like that should be a great experience that you have, but it shouldn't mm. be all consuming where you lose your mind. Like say for example, not go to uni you want to go to or not go here mm. because you think you need to like enjoy them in your life, but also be realistic that, you know, it might not be. Do you think you would have been open to that kind of advice? Um when you were younger well yeah well the thing is <laughs> yeah. it's I hard probably to was understand that, that advice i probably was at some point mm. but i feel that you wouldn't have you been that still, realistic though you, but you still hold on to the dream so i know that people are still going to listen they're not going to listen and they're going to do it yeah and i'm not saying i don't want people to be pessimistic about love mm. no not not at all like embrace it like fall into it do whatever yeah. you need to do but just hold on to knowledge that there's more to life than that person because don't let it consume you when you come out of it you'll <laughs> literally laugh at yourself and be like yeah, i mean guys, you, you, yeah. you don't laugh at it because sometimes you think that you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the breakup of said relationship yeah. so i guess i think i would take a lot of what you said sam and apply it to when your first relationship ends there is light at the end of the tunnel what? that's what i would, Someone I would did say to me when i was having my little heartbreak moment way back when yeah that um, everyone needs to have their heart broken. Mm-hmm. And I went, I was so angry. I was like, no, what but the fuck do you mean? Uh, ah! I was so angry. Like, <laughs> I was in the midst of like 
my I'm, heart I'm, failure. I get yeah. that. I get but that. it's true. It's so true. I agree. <laughs> One of my cousins I used to agree. say that to me. You need to also have your heart broken. She also, I think she actually even said like, you know, sometimes you even have to be cheated on to know what it feels like and then not to do it yourself. Like all that. of these things. Mm. Go through everything when you're younger. So when you get to a stage mm. where you're ready, you now know, obviously we're not going to go everything to like, mm-hmm. you know, to the T, but at least you have the experience. Yeah. yeah. And I, do you know that. what? That's why I feel like, you know, maybe now because of my experiences, I'm in a better position to make the right decisions and choices. It's true. It makes we're sense. not always yeah. going to get it right, mm-hmm. but at least we have that knowledge. Yeah. Mm. And you're, it, it makes sense. You're going to learn from every experience. Yeah. I just think that there are some things that you have to go through, period. So mm. as much as I think that is very good advice, I don't know how much of that I would have really. Yeah, you do, you're not going to speak it. I, yeah, just, no, just, sure, when you're young. No, what you're do you not. mean? You like, and there's a possibility just, we're not going to be together. No, this know, is who I'm going to spend. No, <laughs> you, you know, no. Where, with every fiber of your being, and there's nothing that you can say. And you, can, I think you can appreciate. It's true. Some things don't work out for people. That's right. But for me, this is the thing that's going to stand the test of time. And I think it's it's so sweet and it's beautiful and it's wonderful and it's actually really amazing to see people love so freely with yeah, no because it's so pure bar, nothing the first, exactly the first time it's, and so, it's pure. so genuine and it's just there and I think that's mm. really beautiful to see so I always love seeing it I'm a bit like this is gonna hurt this is some shit you're it's about funny to though, because like but it's just wonderful. even with you saying that when mm. I was younger I would say one of the advices I'll give myself mm-hmm. to my younger self mm. is be more vulnerable be mm-hmm. more oh, willing to feel because I, like I think I was quite I wasn't um willing to mm-hmm. kind of like show much of my emotions okay um I didn't want to f- um I didn't want them to know really that I was like like I was really into it yeah I always held back okay quite a lot I would say yeah um often it was brought to my attention that I wasn't okay as loving and as caring and I knew it <laughs> mm-hmm. Part of me maybe did it, yeah, purposely. But now mm. that's the advice. Like, no, just just if you're feeling it and if it feels amazing and if you want to tell them this and to tell them that, just do mm. it, just do it. Doesn't matter what if they're gonna think. I don't know. You, I, I kind of like associated it with a weakness. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I get that. I do. And you just that. don't want to put yourself in that space. You yeah. don't want to give that person. But that, that came after the first love heartbreak. Surely you weren't like that before. No, no, no. So, wh- what do you mean? As in your cynicism or like your I don't want to show my feelings, I can't be vulnerable mm. came after you'd had your heart broken, surely. No, you hadn't. Oh, no, I so think, I think were... I've always been like that up until recently mm. where I kind of gave myself more time to be on my own mm. to actually explore more about what actually. Was, was 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 right like and what felt right to me yeah and what is needed mm. what I should and shouldn't do all these things that I've explored have made me then realize no it's actually okay to be vulnerable yeah. like it's okay if you want to be like soppy and it's okay if you want to tell them like how you feel like yeah. it's not a sign of a weakness whereas mm. before I would see that as a sign of weakness yeah I think that's a good one obviously you always want to like you know have that barrier up but it's okay to just let it come down. Just, enjoy. just, just, yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, I was just reliving. I was just so not reliving. I was just thinking of my younger sister like, the first time she enters into a relationship. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to just shut my mouth a lot and just let her 
live the experience and go through it all. Because right now I'm ready, like any boy that even looks at her, guys, just go away. But I also can't be that person. <laughs> it's funny She's though. She's not allowed to have a boyfriend with, like, ever. The younger, with the younger lot, one thing that I do notice on like social media is they're so quick to put everything Everything, you know, like how we're a bit more mindful <laughs> with sharing things about maybe our personal life like that. Then you just have to delete it. Sorry, exactly. I'm, sorry, I'm like, my thing is share it. You share it, and, and then, then you'll remember and you'll learn. what it felt like to delete that. But it's so, don't ever do that. Again. Like, I'm like, wow. <laughs> hashtag the love of my life at seventeen. What do you do mean, it. the love of my life? Post oh, it. You God. post it. And that feeling that you're going to have when you're in the dark room with bloody, I don't even and then know, And everyone's going to know because oh, you posted happened. them so much that they Suddenly you're not there. Yeah. No. We've all but been I mean, there. We've got, oh, they must have broken up. Exactly. I haven't then, seen a post in the last 24 exactly. hours. <laughs> then you go back and you scroll through. But and people, they're all gone. That's the thing. But everybody <laughs> does that. Like, as in, like, no matter what age you are. I have friends our age or younger, and they do this to the maximum. Yeah, they put everything on, then I'm like, guys, um, calm so, down. Really? Yeah, not yeah. to say that I think it's going to end, but not that I, I don't even voice this because I'm like, do you know what? Live your life in it. But the deletion you must do. Oh, mass deletion. Oh, I always remember. Delete. Like, do you remember when <laughs> so Loose cringe. Women back in the day? Oh. One of our friends remember this. Okay. Kerry Katona when she was married to Brian McFadden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! Like if they had a montage of how much time she went. Oh my Brian, my Brian, my really? Brian. It was embarrassing. Like oh, she talked no. about like any story that anyone could speak about, she brought back to her Brian. <laughs> yeah. So we used to make fun of it when we lived together. Do you remember? No, I'm just thinking of something. Yeah. Um, you... Sorry, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when they broke up, I remember being like, "Oh wow, like what?" her world's gonna be exactly. over and I know obviously she was married to him she had kids with him but it's almost like separate yourself from your partner sometimes yeah. so you don't just become all about them yeah. just, just breathe have other hobbies oh it's my fine. god you know how you were saying about mass deletion right yeah back in the day it was more about like ripping the picture in half <laughs> ripping there's I don't, oh I'm not gonna say who but there <laughs> is like I went for a photo album once and there was that one person's head was ripped off every single picture. I was like, just throw away the picture. Oh my dear. Wow, oh that, my god. That but that's the equivalent to deleting pictures you know on Instagram. I think Instagram. I just put things in a box. And then I just like put the cards, the pictures, the letters, the teddy bears, the jewellery, just all in one oh, thing. And then you keep it? No, like just, I put it in the closet somewhere. I didn't think oh, about no, it. And I then randomly when I was cleaning and stuff, I'm just yeah. like, oh, so no, so, you know, yeah. I'm quite until I keep certain yeah. things. Yeah. If it's a person that I just never want to even oh, okay. hear their name or see them ever in my life again, yeah. then obviously everything else is So what if, like, a next that, you know, there was no issues, you've just broken up, and they, no, gave you, they gave you a teddy bear. Do you still have it? Would you still have it? Um, I think they're, um, I donated this, that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, I haven't right. kept it. I think I've, do- no, I've kept some. Really? Not only, not because of, like, just be, just because of the, I'm still a little bit sentimental, it. just a little bit. I've kept, like, a yeah, couple of things, but not yeah. everything. No, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way. That's mm, too much see, energy. No, see, I don't. No. You get rid of everything. Yeah, unless it was, like, for example, like a handbag. Like, that doesn't really, <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between a handbag and a teddy bear or yeah. a card yeah. or, it's yeah. Useful. But it's I keep, still useful. I keep yeah. all cards. Yeah. yeah, you do. I used to until I was like, what am I going what to do with doing? this? Because now I've got a 
stack of cards. Yeah, Christmas, right. birthdays, Valentine's. Yeah, yeah. They're like thoughtfulness, all the stuff. Mm. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. I'm not going to take it with me when I move. I'm not going to hang it up in my bedroom or anymore if I ever did, whatever. <laughs> what do I do with this? And now yeah, I'm like, it's I'm nice. Like, for it's, example, yes. I found... Um, Done. When I was clearing out during the beginning of lockdown, I yeah. found like... I, sh- I remember I sent you some pictures. All the lovely words you wrote in my cards. I didn't even stuff. remember that so I even lovely. wrote a card. She doesn't even send cards anymore. I so I thought like a momentum that one, <laughs> once upon a time. She you sent a card. Do I cards. do not do cards. <laughs> no, they're very sweet to go back I into. Yeah, it's just no, really like, I don't yeah. do the two Sam from hmm. Yeah. I will do the. Right. You are one of my oh, different colors you get all the stationery out yeah so i keep all of them i don't know why 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 am i so detached like that for me it made sense once upon a time and then when i realized i'd have to move with this stuff i went i don't need it so i was like yeah for me it's like it's it just it's like like i i don't need to clog up my place with stuff stuff that i'm never gonna use yeah like what i have is what i'm going to use If, if it's there tucked away somewhere mm. then it's just not going to be in my house yeah and I guess not to say that it's I've moved yeah and I was gonna say not to say that I've moved a lot but I think I've moved enough for me to realize a I do enjoy it but b I just try to declutter as much as I can and things like that can sometimes really quickly sit in a space of clutter because what am I gonna do where am I gonna put this what am I gonna do am with I just it? in a nice little box no, so you've you got, bo- you've got boxes of stuff you can get rid of that no, one like, box okay so I've got one box like everything has like a spot <laughs> so i've got one box of cards are they labeled and sent it it's clear so you can see what's there. <laughs> I mean, like that's that's how we roll these days you know? oh. everything's yeah. visual is this so a hint situation see. or is this a what's the other this one? is my condo mm. oh, yeah. i don't know Mary i don't Kondo. know i've always wanted to yeah. know because you know when you go into like a box you can't see what's in it so you have to like, open it if you can see it you know automatically what it is and then seeing all them birthday cards from like 2001 i'll be uh, no that would just annoy me it's funny and thing but i'm just like no do you know what it's actually quite cute that you do that yeah yeah i I do and i'm not going to change it (laughs) sorry no no you do you know when you're going to change it when you then need space for something else yeah like what like when you have children for example and you're gonna no no but you might need (laughs) that particular box you like you might not want to buy another one so you just use that box for i don't know nappies or whatever it is you're gonna have to make space with what you already have mm. we'll see <laughs> we'll see in sorry like kids when you I go, will oh, not have that no i don't <laughs> uh, but now we just screenshot our messages isn't it, isn't it? screenshot oh, it's now God. saved in the cloud <laughs> in the cloud i'm so glad that's one thing i have to say for a hundred and million percent yeah i'm so glad i was not a teenager in, in this, this era, era. <laughs> I would not have survived. I would be dead somewhere. I know, it's home. You so would not have survived. How can you keep up? How can you, how can you keep up with keep what up you with see? My God, the way they want to look this way and be that way and talk this can way and wear this and school? eat that and oh, oh my God. The, <laughs> only, the only hope I have is watching my younger sister. I mean, she's now 19, but she's definitely grown up with the internet and socials everywhere, whatever mm. else. Watching the fact that, cool, she was into it. She was doing posts often, but she was into it. All her friends were on it. The, the, the likes, all that kind of stuff was a lot. And then after a while, it just died. It just got boring. So I kind of feel like there are elements of them who are like, this is cool and stuff that's great. But then the next thing catches their eye or the next trend happens that 
they don't really give a shit about social media. They're definitely the ones who are out here live and die by it. And I'm like, kids, I, go outside. Be fresh like, air. So go for I a walk. do like um, a placement in a secondary school. I'm saturated shit, yeah, you by can see secondary it. school children. And I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I literally feel sad. Do you? For one, they're all massive. I could be one of them. They're so big. They're like so grown up. The girls are so grown up. The boys are massive. They're all huge. So everyone looks really old compared to what I feel we look like at that age. Oh my God. We look so young. I think we still are compared to some of these kids. Some of these kids are old looking. And then they're all like, everything's about what you're wearing, what shoes you've got. Everything's quite materialistic, quite shallow. And then on top of it, they've got all this social media that makes them feel inadequate. Like, mm. so there's a lot of that com- kinds of conversations I have mm. with them. So it's almost like they're fully immersed in this world that's n- never stops. It's on 24 mm-hmm. seven. They're trying to keep up and they're mm. just lost because it's like, it's not even reality, but it is their reality. So they're like kind of in yeah. the limbo of what, what's real what's not can i challenge though putting social media side on a pin mm. weren't we not exactly the same no there was an there was, no. there was elements I'm of that gonna because say, i remember the, the latest trends. trainers or the latest yeah, this yeah, the or the latest bag or how do you wear yeah. your no, elements. So not to i got my first phone mm-hmm. i remember so on my 16th birthday I was oh no, no <laughs> i remember my, my i remember before. i got it on my 16th birthday right mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I've got a phone. And then it was taken away. And it was like, when you've done your GCSE, you can ah! get it back. So I had to wait from like April to whenever my last exam Come was until I actually got the parents. phone. That's how it was for me. I was quite grown when I had my first However, phone. However, uh-huh. younger people I know, 11, they've got oh, a phone. Yeah, yeah. Or younger. Ten, Sorry, I know younger. Seven, they've got a phone. But again, putting just the pin on socials. I was going to say, although I know I was grown when I got my phone, there were definitely kids that I... Like high school and stuff that I knew, 12, 13, 14, 11, 12, 13, they had phones already. We just didn't. So putting social media aside, I still feel like we went through things like trainers to wear, trends to this, who's going out where, who's had sex yet, who's been to Napa, who hasn't. Who, that, there were still those types of pressures that we faced. So I think there was still a lot of materialistic stuff magazines that we would go through. Exactly. Magazines were yeah. the things that would control or inform us. Yeah. Whereas today, magazines are now <laughs> on a tiny tablet that you yeah. can look at and they're on your phone. So yeah. I feel like it's the same. It's just the um, the output, change. the medium yeah, has changed. Yeah. And also, because I can imagine our parents looking at us when we were younger thinking, what the fuck are these kids going through? They all look grown, they all look whatever. So I almost we feel do, like age... I, sorry, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. no, but but I can what imagine saying, they would have that perspective. Yeah, so yeah, I think if this just shows our age... It's just worse Because there are just some people yeah. that just really... like Some kids annoy me, like, you're not even speaking properly. And I can imagine my mum or whoever else having that same attitude with how we were speaking. Yeah, so no, yeah and we were no, not I as bad. Understand yeah. that aspect of it. They never have a rest. Like, so you could have you could have left school mm-hmm. and you didn't have to like think about it until the next day, or not buy the magazine that day because I didn't have the money to. Yeah, if magazines was no, our first social media, you could have like gone away from it. Mm. But they are online, incessant, twenty four seven. Yeah, mm. they have the the noise. Like, you're not in the school that I'm at. They're not allowed phones in school. Okay. How many phones have I seen? <laughs> of like, course. Constantly. Yeah. Like, just there, like, doing whatever. And then they're like, miss, miss, miss. Oh, you didn't see my phone. You didn't, you didn't. Like, oh, because they get taken away. Because they see me. They're like, yeah, you 
must be like one of us, but not quite. But uh, uh, not so sure. I'm going to take the piss of you because <laughs> but it's, not, it's crazy. It's but I guess, mad. Well, watching that thing on Netflix, The Social Dilemma, that's one thing they explored. But actually, briefly, not as much as I thought they would. Mm. Watching, like, I think the girl the in the family. Girl, smashed yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And what she was going through of changing what she looks like and all that kind of stuff. Fucking social media, I love you, but can you just stop being so bloody controlling okay so what about with family like what advice would you give your younger self in regards to familia so i think one of my journeys would be like because obviously when you're younger you believe that like i kind of said it before like everything's kind of more dramatic so like all them little sibling beefs and stuff like they don't really mean anything they're just part of you guys forming how you're gonna relate to each other it's like what you would call banter now, obviously not to take things so personally, those kinds of mm. things. And like the people that you, like they, they're going to end up being your best friend and at, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And where it comes to parents is to have more patience for them and like to understand that they're doing the best that they can. There's no manual to this. I like, mm. I'm not even, I'm not even a parent yet. And I can see like, I have so much appreciation for them being older mm. as to all the things that they did and to know that everything that they did is because they believed it was the best thing they were doing at the time. And mm-hmm. necessarily like, obviously depending on your circumstances, you should have empathy or like sympathy for them or whatever it is. Mm. Compassion, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to know that, they did everything that they could do yeah. with trying to bring up, not just you, but if you had <laughs> siblings or like whatever the whole circumstances. Crew. And also like they are also on a journey. Mm. And we, just because they're your parent doesn't mean that they are this perfectly formed being. They're still trying to figure life out yeah. as, as well as trying to raise you. Well, they That's were, true. they were, <laughs> they were a lot younger. Our, they were our age. <laughs> Now, Gosh, when they had my everyone. mum would have had bloody hell. Yeah, my mum was definitely my mum would have had four kids by now. Mm. Yeah, my this is why she's so disappointed in me. I get it, mum. <laughs> I still my love you, mum. I love three. you, mum. Two, nearly three. I, I think my mum was on four, and where she had five kids. So yeah, my mum was already done. little bro. You she were was done. Yeah. Yeah. So this man. is it. So this is what I'm saying. We have to.
Like you can't give my mom <laughs> if you give her a hug, my mom can't do more than three seconds. Oh, it's awkward. Mom's my no. mom gets feels so awkward, no, and it is so funny to the point where she's now starting to slightly hit you off. And I'm like, you know, mom, you're meant to love me on your child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Okay, so okay, okay, okay. That I think was a, a re- that's a really good one for mm. me. One thing I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good yeah one, folks. Really. So guys, if you're listening, ugh, I'm not gonna say I love you now, but can you just like share and subscribe to our podcast? <laughs> That'd be great. Love you guys. <laughs> the, the love you fret thing. Mm. I have to say, like, I've had so many people comment to me and my, like my family stuff, and they're like, "You guys are just so like weird." Like, Why, are you weird? Why are you weird? Because we oh, because you're so like we're lovey so, dovey, like, lovey dovey, yeah. and affectionate, and over the top, Aww. and all of that. Yeah. So I realized that was my realizing realization was that. Oh, is is everyone else not like this? Mm. Like, oh, I that see. was my. I was just like, I just yeah, don't understand yeah. it. Like, yeah. So that to me was a learning. When people say to me, "Oh, I don't talk to my brother. Or I don't talk to my sister. Or I don't. Mm. We don't get on. Our families are this." Like, I'm like, I don't understand it. It's alien to me. So oh. it's it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I've got right. such. Everyone's got such interesting stories. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember yeah. one uncle saying he he said of us. So he's like a family friend, but he he was a lot older. So. Which is our uncle, Uncle Ted, um, and he would. I think at Christmas, my mom gave like my mom gave out her gifts that she got for people, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, thanks, mom! So I love you!" And I gave her a hug, and then he was like, um, "I think he said in tree, he was just like, oh, yeah, 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 this one, she's really English, isn't she?'" <gasps> because just you because were like, so yeah, and it's that not is funny. the norm. And I was yeah. like, oh. I think I also just reply back in English saying, "No, I just want to tell my mom I love her because she gave me a really nice present." Yeah. And obviously that was. But I think my mom was the same, but I think that's also because of how she was brought up. Mm. I don't think I think they just got on with stuff and like <laughs> didn't show any type mm. of emotions towards each other. It's just assumed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like you. You're that's fine. it. There's family. other ways of showing I love you, like putting a roof over your head, giving you food. Yeah, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, it's food. true. Yeah. It's true. There you go. And Have you been fed today? Yeah, right. That shows I love you in it. I know. That's your love <laughs> language. There we go, guys. So if I fed you today, it's oh, because I get love out. you. I won't tell you I love you and hug you and kiss you and How go, oh my god, you're my world. But I will feed you. you. And that is you. also mm. a sign of affection. Ugh. Well, wow, that's your love language. We all know it that. Is. Feed you. Oh, if no. you ever see me not feeding someone, you know how I feel about them. <laughs> she doesn't like him. I she do not. She doesn't like you. Like so if you. she's never fed you guys, those of you who are listening, <laughs> she doesn't like you. And I'm sorry you had to find out this way. But yeah, I mean, gosh, is there anything else I would tell my younger self? Just live your life, B. What about you, Emma? Did you Mary. answer the question? So just, I like, guess, the same stuff as you guys, I guess. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, we're family dynamics. They're all, always going to be all over the place. I can't really say, oh, maybe I should have done this or should have done that. I just think it's just, with that, it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> I really don't have anything mm. to say. But are you affectionate to your family or are you still, like, don't show your vulnerable side? Oh, no, no, no. With that, <laughs> um, I think I've got a lot better, for sure. But I think they're also the same. So it's like we've probably, as we've all got older, we're more open to, I guess, certain discussions and stuff. Whereas before it was like, no, you don't talk about that. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, But this is like the younger generation, though, I would say. Um, But with, like, say, my mum and my nan and my, like, you know, the older lot, Mm -hmm. I think the dynamics are probably still similar. At times... 
I will try and have more debates because I guess we're older and it's like, you know, well, I can be myself and I can talk to you about whatever I want to talk to, mm. to you about. But there's also that element of respect where, mm. oh, let me just, you know, you're old, isn't it? You're older. Let me just, let me not get into that with you. I'll allow you. Mm. Basically. <laughs> say, no, I will allow you. Let me allow you. Mm. <laughs> that is funny. No, mm. one of the major things I enjoy doing with my mum is challenging <laughs> every so-called <laughs> advice that's only based on myth. Um, it's spectacular. Her latest one, mum, I do love you, don't forget this. Her latest one was... She just called me out of the blue. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Da, da, da. And then she was like, don't let your boyfriend touch your breasts. And I was like, <laughs> why? So when she, was this? It was only a couple months ago. Oh, to, what? It was just like... It I thought like we were talking about day. your younger self. No. My younger self, my mom had some amazing <laughs> gems. So don't why? let them touch your breasts. I was like, why? why? She was, that's how you get breast cancer. Oh, and I was like, Mom, wow. this is not... A, and I was like, she goes, no, they uh, keep touching it. They'll keep pulling at it. I said, what do you think they do to your boobs? Don't let them touch it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, my partner was there at the time. And then she was like, oh, wait, was he? is he there? And I was like, yeah, yes. he is. And she goes, am I allowed to speak? I went, yes, yes you he are. <laughs> she started, like, fussing up, wetting herself with laughter. And she goes, did you hear me? Don't touch my daughter's breast. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, and I was just like, it's too funny, Rachel. She oh. is just one of a kind. And the thing is, I'm sure she just watched something on YouTube. on the auntie from the, the auntie. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. I'm oh. sorry. It's a WhatsApp. And then that's the forward thing. message. Because this is in line with that. I saw a clip again via WhatsApp that she would have sent to me where there were these weird little cubby holes that were cut, and women should put their breasts in there. For men to suck out breast yeah, cancer. What yeah, does that yeah, even yeah, mean? That is mad. Are you alright? What, what about, is that? Who's one of you? <laughs> one of you sent a video of the pastor at church shaving the girls. No, it wasn't me. Mate. I haven't seen that. I was going to talk about the one where me. he was teaching people how to have sex. No, no, no. All oh, right, that is bad. Out. But there's another know, one oh. where he was trying to. I don't know what he was doing, but he was basically shaving. doing whatever to her, saying like doing the ritual, whatever. But there was his assistant shaving the girls' pubes. Why? And that's it. I don't. It was. I don't even yeah, understand. I definitely didn't send things. I don't send things like that. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know what? I, I mean, the, we the... share a lot of stuff. So <laughs> don't not, try it. Not pastors shaving vagina. The one that I saw the other day, and I was so annoyed that he was Ghanaian. I was like, of course, why? Why be Ghanaian? Now we just have to deal with this. But this pastor was out here giving the biggest sermon of his life about how to bring sex into, I guess, I don't know, sex into a marriage or sex in, and how to make it a holy union. But basically, he was going through all the sexual positions that you should be able to do, and he was getting right. the girl to oh, simulate it. How dare you? I'm like, yeah, you're out here in a full congregation but in some pink negligee, bouncing that, on his penis. The thing that really upsets oh. me about these things is this is what gives like normal everyday Christians like <laughs> a bad reputation, where they have all of these fandangled things, and then people like shy away from going fandangled. to church. Because they're like, oh, this is what they do. It's, mm. it's such such a bad representation of the actual mm-hmm. what things are. But it's like uh, the one that I saw was when the pastor was telling the women to take off their underwear mm-hmm. and give him their underwear. Yeah, yeah. I don't I remember know what, that. Like, what was that about? Mm. I didn't it's, it's just fetishism and all nonsense that they just but add and make it about religion or but church. Why have you? T- why has it been tied to the church? Or why is the church the only space and the safe space for you to do this? And why do you, Mr. Reverend, Mr. Vicar, Mr. Pastor, why is it that it's your your responsibility 
to be that involved in your congregation sex life. I'm thoroughly confused. And I would love to have a conversation. I would love to have dialogue with one of those preachers. They've anointed for themselves. That's what it is. Unfreaking believable. And they're like, oh, now I saw I saw one the other day. So where they were doing like a role play of re- reenacting Ugh. like the devil and like um, someone commanding the spirit out of them. It was so ridiculous. Oh, it is. So yeah, so any of you guys who go to churches like this, you are so welcome to come to this podcast because I really want to have a conversation with you. I'm open to the conversation. I can't believe your mom, she's the best. <laughs> My mom has she advice for best. days. For days. I remember our first sex conversation, like protection and are you having sex? Don't be afraid to talk to me about it if you are and just give an advice. How it was, you? I maybe was, I was going to school because I knew that I had to get the, the bus to high school and I was like this conversation is taking ages I've got to run now but I think I was possibly maybe 15 15 ish 14 15 as in like I don't think she thought I was doing it then but more like these things are gonna happen Mm. you can talk to me about it but I'm like but we're standing on the doorstep (laughs) gonna get the bus I just so and like don't take the pill, use the condom instead, like they're better for you or they're more natural or whatever. They're just not invasive. That's good though that you had those conversations. Mate, not at 8.30 no, in the morning no, when I'm going to get to No, but you had the minute. I never yeah. had those conversations. Do you know? Oh my God, no way. The way so. I was like, mm-mm. Basically, <laughs> sex doesn't really exist. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. You came here by holy intervention. You mm. <laughs> sneezed and then you, you turned up. My mum was, um, no, I think especially the older you got, the more she was prepared to deal with you as an adult and this is life and things happen. So I think that was really good. And I, I do like that about our relationship and how we have, we've actually always been able to talk about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. no matter good. what. If she didn't want to do it or she thought I didn't need to know. She was also quite clear about saying that. But And mm-hmm. I think I I prefer that type of communication to anything else. But my, some of my mum's advice and the reasons behind it, <laughs> <sighs> Parents love them. African parents. Ethnic love parents? Them even more. <laughs> Ethnic minority parents. Just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's great though, because it's like, if you think about how they were brought up and how mm. they've had to manage to bring up children, mm-hmm. first generation in another country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's amazing. They did not have half the liberalness that they give us. Yeah. So, we are lucky. We're blessed. Mm-hmm. I do not disagree, kids. I really, really, really don't. I don't. Wow, English. I do not disagree. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the words are falling out of my mouth in the most incorrect order, and I can only apologise. Mm. <laughs> so, in summary, <laughs> we would tell our younger selves a lot of things because we have covered quite a few bases. <laughs> but overall. Obviously, I know I failed a couple of episodes ago in my parting um, oh, yeah. statement. <laughs> but what would you say would be if you could only give one piece of advice, like to summarise it all, or to, like, that that was the only thing, you could only say one thing, what would your advice be? Be self-expressed. Speak your truth, always. That's it. What would yours be, Anna? Listen to advice from your elders. <laughs> yeah would that be your advice that's true that's, that's yeah. quite good yeah. yeah yeah I would say be authentic to yourself and um you said one <laughs> yeah that's it that's it be authentic <laughs> it's happened again <laughs> Sam lost it <laughs> take care of yourselves <laughs> and each other <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god guys thank you so much for listening don't forget to find us follow us instagram twitter the an adult they say and slide in Gracias. Our DMs. slide 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 slide